Welcome to another five minutes with the Silver Fox podcast. My name is Stephen Hickmore. I don't know about you, but I love visiting those homegrown markets that have sprung up over the years in Durban, in Josie, in Cape Town. And overall, they're very cheery and they showcase wonderful local crafts and industry. So along with the craft gins, the crushed linen, the recycled designer handbags and homemade shoes, there's a myriad of food trucks and stalls to be had. Part of the main reason why I go there. Artisan burgers, vegan specialities, crusty craft bread, hand-tossed pizza, organically farmed bacon. Let me say that again, organically farmed bacon. Anyhow, the stands and the trucks and the converted Fenta trailers are festooned with attractive adornments, reigned over by their tattooed, bearded, skinny jean man bun, foodie, blog-friendly occupants, (laughs) stylishly basting, turning, grilling and farm buttering. Well, the air's filled with tempting aromas and the sound of champagne designer gin-infused soccer moms tucking into falafel and paella. A blissful Saturday scene of the sustainable, the homemade, the artisanal, and the rudely overpriced. I'm a sucker for a good breakfast meat. So I generally make a beeline for the nearest artisanal food truck proclaiming (laughs) best bacon butty in Josie, featuring a millennial bacon butty chef. Oh, that nose-seducing draw grilled bacon. Some aromas, I can't pronounce my words, but some aromas are particularly nostalgic, don't you think? Oh, I'm drooling from the thought of that bacon. Befitting my age, I often reminisce about my childhood in England. Yes, where the summer days were long. We rode our push bikes along the blackberry-edged country lanes without danger of being accosted. That old chestnut, eh? Imagine it's 1975. A quiet spot just off the A46 somewhere in England, between Lincoln and Newark. A big trip of mine on regular, beautiful, sunny English days. Those two days of the year that I remember. Anyway, just on this road there was an old caravan, which was the destination for our bike rides. It wasn't any old caravan. This was Joe's truck stop. And he made the best bacon baps in Britain by far. Anyway, in our minds as kids. So for 20p, we could wrap our spotty teenage chops around a fresh-made bap filled with thick-cut back bacon, a fried egg, a little bit of lettuce, and a bright red, highly ignorable tomato. Delicious. And of course there was Joe, a World War II veteran, regimental tattoo on his left arm, stained white apron, a really, really grumpy guy. But by gosh, he could rock a bacon butty. His ingredients were no doubt organic, Free range and artisan. After all, Joe had the pick of Lincolnshire's farms to procure his food. It was cheaper than the supermarkets and tastier. And he used to rather unceremoniously put this together in his calloused hands. Remember, in those days, no hassock. And us 1970s British kids didn't really care too much for hygiene. So flash forward now 44 years to Neighbour Goods Market in Josie or the old biscuit mill in Cape Town on a regular Saturday morning. Well, the markets are vibey, trendy, cosmopolitan and clean. Though, to be honest, the bacon butty is much the same as my childhood memory. It's as artisanal, as handmade, as organic, just far more expensive. Mind you, it's served more lovingly by a check-shirted hipster chef with a kitchen knife tattoo, or ink of a surreal cheese board, perhaps, rather than a gruff old codger with faded regimental ink. Somewhere along the line, 
methinks. We've managed to gentrify the humble bacon sami, don't you think? We've made it Instagram friendly, food blog quotable, celebrity chef endorsed, God forbid, people please. Yeah, when I'm there, I wonder what Joe would think if he was around <laughs> to tuck into his bacon breakfast in a 2019 hippie market. I would imagine that a nostalgic grin would spread across his weathered face. Aye, he would say, tis a bit of all right, this, isn't it? As he wiped Katie's sun-dried tomato conquests from his chin. <laughs>